What is up, fellow humans and mutants alike? My name is Kyle. I am with Danny. We are here talking about, of course, your favorite baking recipes. That is right, folks. We are now a baking uh, recipe podcast. Um, uh, we are talking about strudels today. And boy, let's talk about... What, what's your favorite strudel, Danny? I, actually, I prefer more of a crepe if you really want to You're go crepe? into it. You're going, like, you want like, a crepe style. Okay. But like a breakfast crepe where they use like different types of cheese and maybe some all egg right. and bacon. I'm more of a dessert crepe, so I'm all about like the the chocolate and the bananas and the whipped cream with the crepes. Oh, oh bananas with chocolate does my go. Much. That's my go-to. Right. Yes, right. yes. But besides uh, baking, I like this format shift. Yeah, it's great. It's great. It's gonna be. A, it's gonna be great. We're gonna get more. Eating. I'm already hungry now. You <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, we are talking X Men today, and boy, what an X Men issue! If you are a fan of that '90s. Uh, galactic romp style of uh, artwork. Um, you are in a treat. You are in for a treat today, as we get something quite unique and quite nostalgic. If I do say so, Danny, what did you think about this issue before we get into it? Just artwork style. Well, right away, I was like, "Oh my gosh, it's Jim Lee!" <laughs> I was all excited. <laughs> right. They're dealing with the Shi'ar. They're in space. They're wearing the old costumes. It's uh, the uh, X Factor costumes. Am I wrong? That's like the original and, X Factor. Yeah, movie. with the with the red and the, at least Jean Grey's costume seems. And, and Cyclops. And Cyclops, Cyclops is also. Too. He has the the gray and the teals. Yeah. Unless it's going off of when Charles made them change their costumes because he didn't want them to seem like a like a paramilitary unit. So at one point he was like, everyone has to wear with different costumes. But I think this is from when they originally were starting their whole romp in X Factor. As like the government liaison mutant group, that would make sense. That, <clears throat> that definitely definitely right timeline. Yes, but uh, unfortunately, we got Jim Lee running as the chief creative officer of DC, and will never do anything Marvel again. So we have Brett Booth doing his best Jim Lee impression, and it's it's, it's great. It is. It holds up. the The art for this was even better. From beginning to end, even better than you would expect. Like going into it, I'm like, okay, maybe the first few character shots are going to be real nice and like well done. But the combat and just the way even like side characters are portrayed, it's it's beautiful and like yeah. just captivating from beginning to end. Even the character poses, like we're going to get yeah. an, an epic character pose with Cyclops and Jean Grey at the beginning, and even just the small details of like uh, how Cannonball was posing with his kid on his shoulders at the end, you're like, damn, that is that is awesome artwork, and he's just standing there with his kid. Yeah, each character feels like they have gravitas, like there's no just overlapping, or they're not like cardboard shifted into a panel or anything like that. Everyone really kind of pulls gravity into their space just on how to mean, or just emboting they look. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. I dig it. And I was, it took me a while because uh, I would talk to, I hyped this issue a lot, like in the past week or so to you. And I realized, like, I didn't read it because I was just admiring the artwork. So I just recently read through it. And even just recently re reading through it, I was, uh, it was taking me a while because I was just, I was getting distracted by the art. It was, times. it was one of those ones that I, I, I just, glance through first before reading just to see how the artwork kind of played out and where that went with the story 
But then coming back and reading it, I mean, this is the first time having Hickman writing for probably what feels like a while. Yeah. A decent while. <laughs> and, I mean, he's written, but, like, it's it's even Hickman's writing has been kind of... Uh, kind of flat lately, but this feels like he, he, he got back to desk, desk of X. He stood on top and yelling, you know, I'm, I'm head of X. I'm going to do this properly now. And, uh, he's definitely like, dusting off the lexicon here. There is a lot of, uh, vocabulary words getting thrown around in this issue that I was kind of surprised by, especially a lot of, uh, death birds dialogue. A lot of her, just mm. the, the, the interesting way in which she kind of just flushes out, saying things over and over again but using different vocabulary words to represent them and just like different synonyms and such like she's like just a walking thesaurus at one point <laughs> right right um yeah it's interesting i like the characters i like even xandra's uh we're gonna get it we should probably just jump into it because there's so much happening but uh, before we do that, even though we got Brett Booth doing doing the artwork for the issue, Sunny Go and uh, Francis you. Yu are doing the cover at least. So they're not they're not they're not out of this. They're not out of this. They're still here. But you mentioned earlier early before the podcast, Storm's leg in this issue in this uh, cover. I mean. Um, Man. She looks like a Vietnam vet, man. She does look like a Vietnam vet because that 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 leg looks pushed back way too far. It does not look like she has a leg there at all. It looks like they were drawing this and <laughs> didn't quite finish. Like they had got to cut for time, so they're like, "We need a cover. We're gonna be Storm is in this, so this is perfect. Let's just shoehorn her in with this weird Francis Yu go cover." And yeah. There you go. Because it's it's such a contrast to the rest of the artwork in the issue. So it's almost jarring. Like this was not a good way to preface this issue at all. Well, I get what they're going for because at the, by the end of the issue, it seems to be the uh, the savior of the issue is Storm, and she's she's even owed a debt, uh, a life debt, of if you will. To yeah, to choice of character show. and representation is fine, but just the artwork, artwork style itself. and quality. Yeah, it's it lowers special, the bar so. so significantly that it, it kind of <laughs> almost does a disservice to the other issue, uh, the rest of the issue. Like no one buying this issue based off of its cover would have expected the rest of the issue to be the way it is. Definitely, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but nonetheless, no worries because we got Brett Booth rocking that '90s style. So let's get into it, shall we? Indeed. So we start uh, out into the Shia Empire and. Um, Essentially, what we get is uh, kind of uh, what's going on in the kind of galactic, I guess, economy a little bit. And well, it, it highlights that everything was held together by all the craziness that the Empire was simply stuck together based off of what everyone needed for trade and economy mm-hmm. and, and uh, black market goods and things like that. All societies, though they may be different, were linked on that one need. And that was one thing that kind of helped <clears throat> keep things in check. Right. This is every, everything, including like black market stuff too, was all still based off of this kind of uh, be, whatever this banking guilds kind of system, right? And oh, well, uh, it's like a, it was like a, a smattering of different things. It was right. like a banking guild. It was a unified a current, uh, currency, uh, control of the black market itself. Those were the things that worked together in unison to kind of link everyone. Right. Yeah. So things are kind of all over the place. Also, like the Cree and the isn't the Cree and the and scroll the at the bottom scroll working together now though like 
after Empire, like pre post Empire, aren't they like a thing? Yes, it was saying that essentially until what happened recently with the Empire stuff, the that kind of paradigm has been put on it has been put on its head. Okay, so that's pretty much the cause, the the crux of why we're seeing uh, the, the kind of the downfall of that. This weird horse god lady too has some sort of tie to it <laughs> that I don't recognize. Like, I don't know what this is. She's all like, "This right. is my money." She's this is like a, a spirit bomb of like her deposit, hoping it goes up to some galactic bank. My money before she gets fucking murdered by both the scroll and the Kree. I don't know. I don't get what this represents. <laughs> I'm She's confused. channeling her credit score. <laughs> she is. She's all like, "Please, I need a house." Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> Free space. I've seen it. I've seen what I saw. What uh, Bobby had to pay for to get that. Oh man, that yeah. uh, apartment complex. What's the Shi'ar equivalent to FreeCreditReport.com? <laughs> <That's a good laughs> I'm not quite sure, but it's probably the same type of organization oh. that would recommend that shoddy lawyer. Ooh, yeah. You never oh, I forgot about that asshole. That dude did nothing. That dude made things worse. Terrible. I can see him advertising on on uh. <laughs> FreeShiarCreditReport.com. It's like a little Free like flyer on the, or a little bumper in the corner, bottom right hand side of the website. <laughs> oh yeah, you get the FreeShiarCreditReport.com, and then you get his crappy ass commercial. <laughs> it's all terrible shit. Oh man, uh, but essentially, um, while all this is more or less going down, uh, we get we find out that. Uh, Zandra essentially disappeared, gone. The magistrix in waiting has has gone, and uh, and and they they don't know where she is. They don't know if it's a bad thing, if she's just bailed and didn't tell anyone. But yeah, she's no longer occupying the throne currently. Just literally popped away, just gone. Yes, and this is all uh, uh, Deathbird telling us this kind of from her perspective and we find out that she is uh skyping uh the x-men the uh, the x-men x-men like the uh we're gonna leave daddy's nest x-men talking cyclops i'm a big boy now x-men yep yep with <laughs> with uh with gene and storm so gene. some some classic uh Giant size getting back together. Yeah, so Rocket and and we're seeing these these outfits, which are awesome. I love the, the, anything with like a giant X. You know, it always works. It's always, especially if you have abs. You know, rocking that X right there. It's like the, well, the ab- it's like the reverse dick root or something. <laughs> it's <just> like <laughs> look at my mid core abs. The X really accentuates it. Well, um, I mean, geez, this artwork does a great job of that, especially people yeah. with thighs too. Look at the thighs. Oh yeah, thighs. If you're really thighs, that can murder. Definitely thunder thighs for life in this episode, in this issue for sure. Um, <laughs> it looks like Cyclops flexing in his thigh. Right it looks now. like, like he's flexing. It looks like he's flexing. Right? <laughs> he's holding. He's clenching. He's holding on yeah. to like the edge right there, just so he could like get yeah. more thigh thigh kind of uh, flex and, going on. <laughs> and you know, if, if Booth went with this just because of the thematic of like going to the Shi'ar Empire, and this mm-hmm. was just a nod back to those like times of where the X Men wore this type of clothing. I appreciate that because it seems like there's no real reason for them to be wearing these, but I respect that they are. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Um, but yeah, so she's, she's Skyping telling the X-Men and essentially they need their help. How soon 
can you get here, she says. And uh, we just get the smile from Cyclops. I like it. He's just smiling as his, as his visor glimmers in the light of the hologram. And it's great. I'm just so happy. It's great. Cyclops is really upbeat these days. I'm, I'm, ha- he I'm is. happy. For you know, he, God he, deserves it. He's like, uh, he was working corporate forever, and he's just like, you know what? I'm going to start my own company. I'm going to go out there, <laughs> do is. my own thing. <laughs> and he's, just, he's having a blast. You know, he's having a blast right now. If we can compartmentalize everything on Kakoa, then why can't I? <laughs> Head of his own department. I'm so proud. Oh, uh, but we we start this issue with Do- Jonathan Hickman just whipping his dick out on the table because there is no epilogue. He's just all like, "Let's just get the story going." Like that's it. I was <laughs> I was double taking to that when I originally saw it. I was like, "Wait, wait, what?" <laughs> the brass on you, Hickman. Thank right? you. <laughs> Uh, I appreciate it because so many do. times did they squander this little epilogue spot or they, just nonsense. They use it as a like a crux to like not. They're all like, "I'm not going to tell my story in the comics, so I'm going to do my storytelling in this small little uh, paragraph or two that you know." Gets I'm going to write my story in a Twitter yeah. post and then just flush <laughs> oh out god. the rest with drama in the comic. Oh my god, she's <laughs> become it's become J.K. Rowling essentially. Oh, yeah. J.K. Rowling, stop tweeting magical new stupidness and putting them in your movies. Stop that. If you could just make Twitter posts and make it canon like that, that's just dangerous. Yeah, yeah, that is a dangerous place to be for sure. Um, but we go to uh, one hour later, so she was just chilling. I don't know what she was doing in that one hour. Probably just hanging out. Maybe she got lunch or something, but it took them one hour to get here. And, uh, they're already dressed. Like, they're dressed. The they're ready to go. I don't know what they were doing. I don't know. Maybe they did a briefing or something. Um, maybe they got lunch. Who knows? You know, lunch is important. Is what I'm saying. What I'm lunch is right. Yes, but they uh, they enter the Shiar uh, Chandelier, 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 uh, and they enter into Smasher, Smasher's place, Smasher and Bobby's place, and uh, and she even notes, man, that was fast. And even though we're like, eh, they could have been faster. The teleporters, man. I feel like teleporters, no excuse, right? When you say you'll be there soon. Well, they just take the Krakoan gate and it doesn't seem like it takes, because they set it up because Bobby owns the whole apartment complex. So they set one up right there for them. And it seems to be instantaneous when they use it. But for some reason, it took them an hour. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Lunch. Lunch, man. I guess. But, I mean, <laughs> could you just eat it on the go? Uh, just get a good pita. I would like that. Like, they go Hero. into the mission. You see Smash, and they're like, hey, you guys got here quick. And then you just see. You just see. Cyclops Remember Cyclops in his sandwich? With his sandwich, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He's, I want to see Psych just walking out with the sandwich coming through. Uh, <laughs> it's Ogie ready to go. The oh, same man. smile he had when he hung up. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Uh, uh, but we go to a uh, what is this? It doesn't say what it is. I just assume it's a phone call, but it, it it's like it, it's a text message. Maybe a text yeah, message. Like a, phone yeah, call? it's a totally. It's, yeah, it's a text chain between uh, yeah. Sam and Bobby. But it's essentially, uh, yeah, them two going back and forth. Sunspot's just like, hey, where's everyone? Where'd everybody go? And he's just kind of mad that everyone went without them type of situation. Then they go off on how Bobby smells a little bit and how how (laughs) 
Sunspot. He has to know. keep. He has to keep Warbird happy because <laughs> she comments that Bobby smells too much like Earth, and she hates how Earth stinks. Yeah. And then it's it's funny because like Cannonball starts coming at him with like some truth, but then like Sunspot shoves it down, and he's like, "You gotta understand, Sam. Like we have a good relationship as, as best friends. Like we communicate to each other mm-hmm. in perfect pitch. There's no interruptions, no miscommunication. See, that's what these people don't get about us. And then it's so funny because Cannonball's like, "I get what you mean, Bobby," and he cuts him off. And he goes, no, 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 sorry, Sam. I I gotta take this. My money guy's on the other line. You just, I'll be right back. And just completely oh, like a. Just go sit. <laughs> After telling uh, you how, how poignant communication uh, is between them. Such a dick move. It's, it reminds me of uh, Clerks. The uh, you never sucked your own dick. <laughs> like, of course, you know you never you never been curious. You never been curious, and then he admits it. And he's like, "Of course, I never did." Oh, I just liked how Hickman dedicated like one whole page to this long walk to take a burn to essentially just dunk on Sam Guthrie. Fuck over, just... yeah, Sam. <laughs> you have no friends, ah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So uh, we go to the palace. So they go from the uh, apartments to the palace, and. Uh, yeah, so they kind of uh, get there, and their the smasher kind of takes them in and tells them what's going on, and how, how they were kind of vetting some some of the Shear soldiers and whatnot. And they play like a like a board game version of, or a real life version of Clue, where they walk in there and they're like, "These are the people who were there last night. Mm-hmm. Each one of them is guilty, but who could they be?" And then Gene's like, "Well, I'm a real like telepath, so I'll get to the bottom of this." Because Oracle's like, "Well, we psychically mind scanned all of them, so." these people should be innocent. This is a waste of time. And Jean literally puts her metaphorical dick on the table. But I'm a real telepath. So I'll show you how this is done. Mm -hmm. And she does. And she scans all the minds of the people. And uh, she's just all like, she eventually gets it. She's a scan and she's talking uh, about the security and whatnot. But then she's just all like, literally, that one. (laughs) It's great. away. <laughs> she goes at it intelligently. She says, "Where yes. this is is someone who's trained at anti-psychic infiltration yes. measures, because the Shi'ar Empire is known for their customary approach to psychic scanning for vetting and trying to take security precautions. So obviously, the assassin is going to be prepped for it. So Gene's like, we just have to look for a fucking void. That person's the only void who's not thinking at all. Mm-hmm. That's the fucking guy. And right away." The person's like, ah, death to the Shiar Empire! It's Sandra! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> like, they didn't even wait. They didn't even wait to be, like, questioned or, like, do the back and forth of, like, no, that's sh- not, uh, she's lying. Like, just right away, it's like, oh, my no. cover's blown. I'm just cover's go blown. I'm going, I'm going 100% now. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. yeah. A combo between fucking combo and with Scott. Yeah, great combo. And they're even, they even comment, they're like, is that you or me? And it's like, oh, hard to tell. Timing was, was too perfect. It was great, yeah. <laughs> it was a draw. It was a yeah, good her lightning bolt arced team. around his octic blast. Yeah, and uh, he's down. He's he's down with the count for the most part. And uh, what do we learn? It's... Uh, he's, was that Mentor, uh, right? It's uh, Mentor. He had a disguise yeah. on, and we find out it's uh, Stygian. Uh, inmate resistant to telepathy. Telepathy. Um, and their kind of weird molecular makeup kind of changes around yeah. in such a way. And um, 
Stitches now wasn't there like three of them? Like Neutron was the original one on the Imperial Guard. The guy, the motherfucker who looks a lot like uh, Colossus. You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? Neutron. He's totally like a. He was like a ripoff of like Colossus. Vague. Let me think. Neutron Marvel. There's two Neutrons. So there's the first Neutron, who then got killed, and then the second Neutron that Vulcan killed. The Imperial no. Guard Neutron is what you're thinking of, right? Well, yeah, yeah. There's there's like three Imperial Guard Neutrons. There's Neutron 1, Neutron 2, and then the third Neutron just takes up the mantle of the previous, the original. But yeah, the one's like killed by uh, Vulcan. One is killed by like, you remember the Cancerverse? Yes. There was like a Cancer version of the X-Men, and like one of them was like Wolverine who just keeps mutating out of control, so he looks like a giant cancer monster. Nice. But yeah, I think he killed the third one. Or the second one. One of the two. I don't even know if they have a current Neutron anymore or if the third one is still alive. Wasn't like Quasar Neutron at one point? The Wendell Vine was Neutron, I think. No, I don't. Unless that was like an alternate alias he was going by. Maybe. Maybe. Because the original Neutron goes back to like original Claremont days of the introduction Mm. of the of the the Empire or Imperial Guard. Mm. Yeah, I think the third Neutron is still alive, even though they're called Neutron One. It's like the Xbox. It's the Xbox One. I have Neutrons One, even Neutron though I'm the third Neutron. Yeah. You gotta get <laughs> people all are like, this is terrible marketing. It's not backwards compatible. It sucks. Hate it. I'm not backwards compatible with any of the nonsense of Neutron Two. We are moving on. Give me your fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up and give me your money. <laughs> Shut up and give me your money. You're not supposed to think about it. You're supposed to just give me your. <laughs> But yeah, that's the race of, uh, they're like a very uh, noble race of people. Because the original Neutron, at one point, betrayed Lalandra for um, Decane and Warbird and a couple other people. And his entire race shunned him after that point. You know, like, hmm. Afterwards, they wouldn't even let him return to the planet. So he like served out the rest of his years in the Imperial Guard in like, shame. Because they hmm. even let him back. They were like, we'll let you back because we realized you made a mistake. You gotta live with that. He's like, oh, man. <laughs> I'm just going to be a bitch for the rest of the year. Well, well, and die nobility. <laughs> uh, for shame. For shame. But we go to the Catacombs of Chandrilar. And uh, this is kind of where we meet the the culprit of, uh, of this whole foible, if you will. Uh, do we know his name? Does he have a name? Er, er right. Yeah, Er. Yeah, they Fine. mentioned his uh, something. I think he is one of his brothers. Was he has a story? A, he mentioned something about one of his brothers fallen, and that he has this the legendary hammer of the great hammer of Stygia or whatever. Of Stygia. Mm. The Stygians. Stygia. The legendary hammer of, of might. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, he's on his own mission of, like, spite and, you know, he's, he's, he's vengeful for past, uh, misdoings and he's very emotional and nothing, nothing special out of this guy, you know, typical, uh, typical on fighting for, for my, my, my shit, but it's very selfish at the same time situation. Well, their, their race has been kind of subjugated to a point of being almost, on a caste system compared to the rest of the Shi'ar. And that's where he, his bitterness kind of hails from. But he has put himself as like some sort of self-appointed crusader or prophet for 
restoring his people to that what he considers their formal glory. Mm-hmm. He says that he was once used created in a lab or like modified in a lab as a weapon for the empire, and now he will be a weapon to undo their uh, hubris. And then he says he was chosen because he wields the great maul of Stygia. Maul of like Stygia. If, it looks like a it, yeah. hammer that a... Uh, Rome the Accursor would have. Like That's accuser, what I thought at first. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Accuser, yeah. Um, yeah, and, she, and uh, Xandra's not kind of having it. She's like, you're a monster. I've seen you before. I've seen your kind type of situation. Yeah. They'll uh, come for me. You'll die. Yeah. I'll be a... I'll be good. Nothing... Nothing will come to pass that you imagine. You're but a fool. What do you think of this guy's design overall? Very it, uh, it, scrappy. It's, it's. I honestly, it reminds me of a very '90s era kind of X-Men or late '80s even. Mm-hmm. It works with, with the just, style for sure. Like it looks like he could be like a villain that Corsair would have thrown down with, or something like that, Ooh, or just yeah. part of like a Phoenix arc or something. I, 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 I enjoy it. I do get what you mean, though, about how the hammer is, or the mall is kind of uh, almost too reminiscent of, like, uh, Ronan the Accuser. Yeah. So, Accuser, I did it again. Fuck. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, fuck, like, why couldn't they be a little more creative with with kind of his design and, and what they were going for? It almost feels like they're trying to pull from bags of what's around them too much. Yeah, maybe, but is. still, it's a good design. It's just maybe it's the too iterative. People, the whatever great granddaddy Ur was just stole it from a from an accuser and just lied, and this is like this is now our family heirloom. Maybe the hammer is important <laughs> to the greater society, and there's going to be a bunch of hammers that come together in a tournament, not tournament. But the hammers are really keys. The hammers of X. <laughs> is that what you're getting at? Maybe. Bring the Uh, hammers together. Will they matter? Probably not. You know what? I can't fault this dude because in a few pages he actually uses it and he uses it well. He uses it well. Yeah, he does. (laughs) Yeah, he does. We'll get to that in a second. Um, So, yeah, uh, as it's happening, uh, as as he's ranting about all his uh, undeeds gone undone and all that nonsense, and we get the X-Men. They kind of come in and... uh, Save the day, if you will, or they're they're kind of uh, breaking into the underground uh, as as all this is kind of happening, and um, they're talking in a more or less uh, they're going in kind of blind. So we get uh, uh, the the Smasher. Um, she's just like, yeah, you know what? I, I've I've kind of heard enough. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna I'm gonna bleep bleep bleep. And she's she. We get Cyclops. He's just like, "What are you doing?" He's just like, "I'm making sure we we don't get killed, or the Empress doesn't get killed." So she's. Uh, we're led to assume she's sending in some reinforcements. Yeah, they did a really cool entrance. Like they're like here to kick ass, but then they like immediately stop. They're like, "We have to find. We have to find the fucking princess. We don't know where she is, but yeah. we're ready to fight. Ready to go." Oh shit! This isn't the right place. It's like that scene in Spinal Tap where they're lost underneath the catacombs <laughs> of the stage and they're trying to find it. They keep getting turned around. Xandra? Oh shit! Sorry, wrong place again. <laughs> Just keep running into the janitor. Yeah. Uh, cut back to uh, cut back to the catacombs Ur. and Ur, and uh, we get uh, pretty much final words. He's gonna use that hammer. He's gonna do some smashy smashy on Xandra's face. 
And he gives her, he just asks any last words. And that's when Xandra's just all like, I've seen people like you. I, I know what you like. You say you're doing this for a good cause, but all you're doing is, uh, you are, all you are is a murderer and a child. So swing away because I don't care. Um, if you think, if you need to kill me for, for deeds that I haven't done, do what you got to do type of thing. She's standing her ground. She stand ground. Yeah, she says, like, there will always be people to kill children for the sins that their parents committed or for sins they have not committed. And he's like, we're already in it. I'm in swing. <laughs> yeah, I can't back down now. <laughs> yeah, and as he, as mid-swing, as he swings up, we get that, uh, we get a, we, <coughs> oh, man, we get Cyclops coming in hard with an optic blast. Man, just uh, sending, sending Ur flying hard. <coughs> yeah, watched him like cross the cross the little like chasm that they were at. Yeah. He's pretty much just off guard and completely wrecked in just one shot. Yeah, so they bust in. Um, Smasher goes and protects the uh, the Empress. Uh, Scott goes in, takes down some. Uh, some supplementary soldiers just hanging out, not shooting fast enough, apparently. And uh, as that's happening, it's a great image. Should we get in like the corner of his visor? Just er, kind of sneaking on the back, sneak, sneaking up in the background, pretty much. And uh, Scott, great kinda, image, great image, right? Scott looks over, and it's too late because as he's looking over, just bam, just. Oh man! I like that the dialogue was... that prefaced it too. It's we'll handle this, and Ur's like as he's reflecting at the visor coming up. I was like, "Is that so? Is that what you really believe?" And then laid out. Scott is Just done for the issue. Smashes him. Yeah, he is. So his head didn't explode. Like fuck. Look at yeah. the size of that mall. I thought he was gonna need a res after this. I was like, "Up oh, to the pods you go." Yeah, right to the hatchery. <laughs> right to the hatchery. Um, but yeah, he's down. Smasher kind of helps Zandra. Uh, Jean helps Scott. Uh, while that is happening, uh, Storm kind of takes takes the lead and uh, assaults uh, Ur. And uh, he's he's doing his, his villain talk as that happens, pretty much. You know, his thing. And <laughs> he does commend them, though, for coming in being uh, such uh, lacking in numbers. He says it's very honorable to fight so bravely with such, such few little, numbers. Yeah. But you, you, he's, he starts boasting about how they need the whole might of the Empire to essentially stop him. But he's not quite reading the room well enough. No. And Storm starts closing in on him. Not at all. And, uh, yeah. Um, as Gene's uh, taking care of Scott, he's like out. His head's limp. Gene's just <laughs> like, we need to go. We need to leave now. Which... Um, Pretty much as it's happening, Super Guardian's kind of taking care of Zandra. And uh, as it's happening, uh, she's just like, what do we do? So, and uh, Super Guardian's just all like, don't worry, I came prepared. She beep boops again and calls up uh, Sam. But we do not get Sam. We get Bobby just chilling on the couch. Uh He's hanging out. He's just like, Bobby, what, what's going on? Where's Sam? What, what are you doing? And uh, Sam's just hanging out uh, with the kid at the moment. Uh, and he's just all like, you know what? I got to, you know, I, actually, you're not kind of, I need to, I need to 
be dealing with my with my money people right now. There's a fire sale going on. You know, I could get some good deals. Easy, so. get off this, this line. Of, I'm, yeah. trying, I'm trying to talk to my money guy on the other line. You're interrupting. Like, I, I, and he turns back to Sam and he's like, can you tell her to stop bothering me? I'm busy using the phone. Right? She's just like, hold her head in the background. Like, oh my God, oh my we're in God. the middle of an emergency. God damn it. Yeah. Meanwhile, she... well, Sam looks like he's hanging on to the, the wall for dear life as this kid like kind of plays with his goggles and like, chokes him out. Yeah. <laughs> just... He's definitely flexing those abs, though, to pose for us, the viewer. Oh, you're talking about when he's lying on the uh, that beanbag? No, no, no. Uh, Sam just hey, with his oh, oh, in the other him. page, yeah, yeah. Uh, because as it's happening, yeah, uh, they, they're getting distracted, and this is when uh, uh, this is when Izzy, this is when uh, Super Guardian Society. Both of you, shut up. Bobby, I, I that thing. Remember that thing that I told you to do. Um, this is me telling you that thing that I told you to do. And he, that's pretty much like whatever some signal between the two. And he's like, "All right, I got it." He whips out a book, and he bleep bloops now. He's all bleep blooping, just like her pushing buttons. So many buttons being pushed in this issue. There How seems many, to be like a lot of intermediate buttons to right. How to many one task? <laughs> Because it all leads to the one thing, right? I assume all the bleep loops lead to one thing. Uh, yeah, so very, very interesting, uh, I guess, method, logistics to get the outcome. But as it's happening, she successfully calls the beacon. Um, essentially, Ur's soldiers are kind of uh, surrounding them, more or less. And that's kind of when... Uh, when Storm kind of kicks in and she does her thing and uh, she kind of holds him off for a second. But as that happens, uh, we get uh, coming smashing in from the top. We get the rest of the Imperial Super Guardians come smashing in. Look at how happy most of them are, too. Well, I they're think like, they, they're, they're just like smasher cadets that eventually because she talks about how like if you want to replace me as a Super Guardian someday, you guys have to prove yourself here. And now this is the place. Mm-hmm. And so she kind of uh, is like kind of motivating them because I I guess they would be like her cadets to her that she trains. I didn't even know there was like a super guardian corpse or like a smasher corpse. A I guess smasher corpse, I guess. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much what we got. But then we got a, like an old man smasher in the with the mustache. Yeah, and, uh, he's got the I mean his bicentennial mustache. His bicentennial. <laughs> Looks uh, like he'd say bully a lot. Yeah, bully. Yeah. <laughs> time um so they come with the assist uh as the smasher corpse smashes and whatnot and uh everyone seems to be distracted because er kind of comes in he's like right behind xandra about to smash her up he's ready he's like i'm gonna hammer the shit out of you but luckily aurora comes in with the assist look at that block this pose. That was impressive. I did. I never seen her do such a physical feat like that. I mean, I guess her power is backing it, but still at the same time, it's like she completely stopped dead in the tracks that hammer. Yeah, which is interesting. I'm curious physics wise how that works, but really awesome artistically how this is. She comes in, saves Xandra with seconds left, and then just zaps. Zaps him. Zaps her. With all his might. I like these like huge like satellite laser beam style electricity beam shots that she's doing lately. I dig those a lot. Yeah, she's <laughs> definitely been very savage with the power output. 
I mean, oh, she yeah. wrecked him like a Dragon Ball Z villain. Like, it's done. Yeah, like vaporized, <laughs> I imagine. We're just not seeing yeah. that, like, part where he crumbles at the end. <laughs> uh, too bad. I would like to see the crumbling. He's starting to vaporize. You can see, like, the energy, like, pulling off bit. from him a little bit, though. Yeah. And the bottom bit. part of him is, like, completely disintegrating. Oh, yeah. Actually, you're right. You're right. So, yeah, she is not fucking around at all. But then we cut to later, just later, and we got the, the game back. Throne room, the exact throne room image they showed in the beginning where they were like, Sandra was here, now she's gone. Now she's gone. Now she's back. Now she's back. Yeah, <laughs> and she's back again. Here we are. Everyone pose. I like keeping that artistic pose. theme right yeah. there. A little, like, kind of com- I dig nod. it. I dig yeah. it. Um, we're having our, you know, end of a New Hope moment where they're they're meeting in the throne room to get their reward and praises. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and we got Sunspot just out. Full full sunspotting at the moment. Why is he sunspotting right now? He's, he's just, peacocking. That's he's, what it is. He just doesn't stand out. Yeah. Plus, I think he's, he's, a little, he's a little perturbed as to what happened because essentially we get explained that they're, they're seeked financial restitution for the rest of the uh, would-be separatists and kind of found a way to kind of bring them back into the fold mm. by quashing their financial issues with all the money that uh, Roberto just came into. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, yeah, I'm a hero. Allegedly, I fucking hate this. Yeah, uh, <laughs> not fun for me. Yeah. yeah, but but a warbird essentially put him up to it. Or Deathbird? Warbird. Is it le- le- Deathbird? Yeah, Deathbird. Right? Deathbird. 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 Yeah. Yeah, Deathbird put him up to it. She's she he's kind of not happy about it. But look at that face on Deathbird's like eyes, though. She seems. Dude, Warbird's her daughter, right? That hangs out with Kid Gladiator. Do you remember? Yes, Warbird is her daughter. Yes, yes. That's where I got that from. But yeah, I definitely I like how just she's completely just laying this out, and and Bobby is just one face, arms crossed. You can't even see his emotion because his powers are on full display. Like I think that's why he's doing it because he doesn't want people to see how brooding he is. Maybe, maybe yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's just like I am fucking mad right now. I don't want to. Sh- I don't want people to see my angry face, my scowls. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, her name is Ava Dara Naganandini. Uh, <laughs> Deathbirds. Uh, she are Deathbird's sister uh, daughter's Shear name. Shear oh, names wow. are weird. Yeah, weird. Well, and long, I mean, very long. Mutant, mutant names get kind of weird too. Sometimes. True. True. Dupe. Dupe. <laughs> yeah. Dupe. Uh, good old dupe. But yeah. So uh, and then essentially, uh, Zandra kind of talks about Ur and his uh, his zealot ways, but she talks. A two storm directly and and ta- tells her of how heroic she was and how noble and how you are a definitely a friend to the throne and she says that she owes her a debt and feel free for to saving her life essentially yeah. yeah she's now in the empire is in her debt and she will be willing to pay that any way that is necessary in the future if if uh Rogue, or I mean, if Storm needs or should ask for it, yeah, she shall receive. Oh, and Ur's punishment ended up being like he has to be a diplomat now to his people and serve on the uh, her Shi'ar council 
And she's like, the, the real punishment for him will be to see if his hypocrisy is, is greater than his resolve. Right. Right. Um, yeah, interesting. She did that with Deathbird pretty much, too, which she was kind of being an asshole. And she's like, well, you know what? you got to serve as my teacher now. Deal with it. Yeah. You have to work out your anger over time <laughs> yeah. by being a ward of the state. Uh, so, yeah, same situation here. But I want to note, uh, I don't appreciate... Uh, I don't appreciate Storm's eyebrows in this final panel, which is frustrating because usually... Her Magneto eyebrows? Her Magneto eyebrows, man. You don't do that to Storm. You don't do this injustice, injustice to Storm, man. Her eyebrows are, are, are something that you, you spend days on. You spend, you know, you might spend like only a few hours on this page, but you spend days on those eyebrows. You do her justice, damn it. These ones are just bushy marks that they threw in last moment. They kind of are just off. Like, notice how that one on the, I guess, when you're facing towards it on the right, mm-hmm. it just kind of, like, goes over her, like, her facial structure. Yeah. Like, as if it's not, like, contouring to it. It's almost, like, it palleted over it. <laughs> yeah, it definitely just feels plopped on a little bit. Uneven, too. Like, I get it, she's quizzical, but, I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is almost un- unnatural. Probably the only uh, issue I have with the artwork, because the rest of it is awesome and amazing. But those eyebrows, man. Those eyebrows. Yeah. I mean, the, the eyebrows being off don't look as weird as, like, say, your limbs not being there. So I'll give them that. <laughs> yeah. The cover had more problems than the rest of the issue, that's for sure. This is true. This is true. But that is where we end this issue how do you think she's gonna collect her debt what do you think she's gonna do how is she gonna pay that off in the future maybe she's like i need support from the shiar empire and like physical might Mm -hmm. and then they send in a bunch of smashers again and then storm's like thank you and then she's gonna be like debt paid off and then that's it (laughs) basic basic and to the point that's probably how it's gonna go I'd be mad. I'm like, you said you owed me a debt, and you sent just like the Smasher Corpse. You didn't send Imperial Gladiator? Guardsmen. No I want Super Guardian level Imperial. Not guardsmen. even Oracle. You couldn't even give me Oracle. Come Can on. Can you give me Oracle? Bassar. <laughs> what about Bassar? Come on, Bassar. Her weird like electric whip. Give me and, those uh, whips. Yeah. And a weird Klingon hair. <laughs> and her like light that blinds people. Uh, on. Fortunate. How would you like this issue, Danny? Will anything stand out to you? Anything uh, disappoint you? Uh, the, the, the disappointments were minimal, and we kind of touched on those. Yeah. But overall, the art stood out, obviously. And the writing was much better than what Hickman's last romp at the helm. So I will be happy about that and be pretty uh, optimistic going forward into the next X-Men issue. Absolutely. As opposed to last time, because I, I was coming out of that going like, what's going on here? Yeah, it was a lot of retreading, too, of, like, be on the council, and it's just like, we've done this already. Come on, stop this nonsense. Yeah, yeah. it seemed like they were biding time or something. It was it didn't, it didn't fit as a, uh, as a natural yeah. progression for the story. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, it's obviously still not as good as what Wolverine X Force have been, and uh, oh, even yeah. Hellions, so... I can Oof. definitely say there's improvement needed. 
to get on those levels, but overall, it's a good issue. I'll take it compared I to a lot of the other bad stuff. Dig it, I dig it. And again, Brett Booth, uh, the artwork alone is worth it just to look at this glorious Jim Lee style '90s romp for sure. That is the one thing that I'm definitely excited about is what is is Booth gonna do? Booth gonna do in the next issue? Ooh, yeah. Hopefully, they don't like go back to. Uh, Francis Yu or someone. I want to yeah. see Booth stick around for a while, please. Yep. Let's see yeah, but, but this has really been kind of the breakout of this issue. Yeah. <laughs> so let's see if we can keep that going and uh, get more like Jim Lee uh, renditions going into non-Shiar stuff as well. I want to see how he just writes the regular Krakow, or how he draws the regular Krakowian environment. Yeah, absolutely. It should be interesting. Um but that will do it for us this week. Uh, voting is over for the vote. So who did you vote for, folks? Um, I don't know when Marvel's going to tell us about that. We might not find out for months. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. you were saying March or something like that. And I'm Probably. like, my goodness. They're slow burning it. Yeah, so... They should have used that time that they were going to spend figuring out all this to better establish like a way to present it and just kind of make it more or involved because it feels like this was more of like just a marketing ploy unless anything that really matters i mean look they used the fucking portrait from strong guy killing fucking wolfbane's daughter or son wolfbane's son yeah so they they didn't even take time in that like it feels like this was almost rushed like they're just throwing darts on dartboard and they're like hey will it be cool if we do an election we just had the election not that long ago. Let's, yeah, fuck it. let's Why do not? a. It, I bet they wanted to do this a lot sooner, but because of how stymied everything has become and how much Exoswords held up everything, yeah, that uh, this is like now playing out in like February, March. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, unfortunate. I'm de- definitely was supposed to happen post New Year for sure. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens if it plays out. Supposedly I read a tweet. I don't know how true it is, is that they they pick these people specifically because whoever is selected, it affects each book in some way. So whoever gets chosen, a writer has to switch something up a little bit, apparently. What book was Strong Guy and Meryl right? affecting? That's what I want to know. I don't know how that works at all. And, like, tempo, like... so so what you're saying is that, like, Sebastian Shaw has to age his wine some other way? Like, so just, like, Marauders is slightly different? <laughs> yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah, and Tempo's just like, wow, man, my wine! You just, you just yeah. see that. You just see Shaw just going, like, aw, one day. Does it, does <laughs> it look to you like that they put effort into, like, Banshee and Polaris's, his, uh portraits? Like, they made them specific for this, but everyone else, they just cut from, like, a, an issue? Banshee and Polaris look like they are uh, from the either... They look like they're from... Exos, no, you know what that's from? That is from straight up Powers of X, those two images of Polaris and Banshee. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. They're definitely uh, Garcia's work. That would make sense, yeah. Yeah. Definitely by the way they look. It just seemed like they're both doing the same pose. They're both like stationed exactly the same, so it almost right. is just like they made them perfectly for this, and they ran out of time and just cut everyone else's from like an issue. 
Like, I mean, look how disproportional Forge is compared to everybody. Forge, else. man, he's all chin, it's man. Like, right up in his face <laughs> on his chin. And it's like Morrow. It's like a side shot. They didn't even have any portrait views of Morrow doing Barely like, see straight onto features. the camera. <laughs> Here's the corner shot of Morrow's right ear. <laughs> Vote for Morrow. Like, who is this? <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you a lot of people reading X-Men comics for the last like five years would like look at Morrow and be like, who? Right. Or yeah. Strong Guy. Jeez. Strong Even 20 guy. years. Strong Guy? I mean, that's like, he wasn't relevant since like the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen Strong Guy in a while, so. Weird yeah. options. Strong Guy is an interesting one. Morrow's an interesting one. Tempo. I don't, I don't get it. I don't yeah. get it, but we'll see how it turns out folks uh but that'll do it for us this week uh remember remember the robots will kill you so when you need to get that credit you go to free credit free what is it free shiar credit report.com <laughs> free shiar credit report.com yes come on get that credit report <laughs>